happy Sunday and happy Mother's Day. It is May 8th, 2021, and I'm so blessed to be with you guys once again and speaking to you on this podcast, Faith on Fitness. And it looks like we've been kind of seeing us listening and on this podcast every two weeks or so, which I'm okay with. I really wanted to start this podcast to really come with the things and the topics that I'm passionate about and that I know about and that God can really use me to bless you guys with. So I don't really want to just come every week and just talk about something just for the sake of talking about something. So I just hope that, you know, my faithfulness, I'll be able to come on here more often. But if it is every two weeks, nevertheless, that is what it's going to be because this is not about me. This is about us. <laughs> and so before we get started, I just wanted to say and ask you guys once again, which I've been doing for the last couple of uh, episodes here, is if you like this podcast, if you like this episode, if you like me, go ahead and share and subscribe and 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 you know bless somebody with this podcast because you just never know who will listen to this and who will be touched and who will be transformed and changed. And that's really the mission. Um, so I just want to jump right into the topic for today. So if you have seen the title, um, you probably guessed it today. We are talking, uh, talking about budgeting and this topic really came to me from a whole bunch of different things. And actually over time of just inspiration. And, um, recently I was having a conversation with somebody and, um, they mentioned, some things that I literally felt like I had said word for word before talking about the season that we're in right now with Corona and this pandemic and the things that have been changing and the shifts that have been going and just the importance of planting seeds. And I'm like, this sounds like something I've said before. And then I remember a message that was placed on my heart that God has actually, um, you know, inclined me to share. And it was actually in 2020. So that was last year around this. Actually, no, it was in March last year. I believe it was March 25th. And so before we get started into this episode, I just want to share a little bit of that message, that video that I posted on my social media accounts with you guys so we can get a little bit of a context. And also just so that um, you know, I think it's really, really relevant to this topic that we're talking about. So um, we're going to go ahead and listen to that and then we're going to come back. I received a message this morning that was laid on my heart to share. And it's a message of hope and it's a message of action. I believe and I'm told that um, once all of this, have, oh, this is over, there's going to be an abundance, a surge of need. The word that keeps coming to my mind is need. There's going to be a lot of need. There's going to be room for business to grow. There's going to be enlargement. There's going to be um, there's going to be vacancies for jobs and openings. The reason for this right now is because people are shifting. People are moving. Everything is receding. And you guys know how tides work. Tides. When the waves recede, they recede so far back. And then when they come, they push out like 
strong, like very, very strong. And it's stronger than it ever was prior to them receding. And I'm telling you guys right now, that is what's going to happen in our city. That's what's going to happen in our communities. That's what's going to happen in our personal lives, but only if we're ready. I received the word need and readiness. So in this period of time, we need to be prepared. We need to study. We need to study the areas in which we want to be uh, powerful in, the areas in which we want to make an, uh, a difference in, the areas in which we want to make an impact in. So as we're home, as we're home from work, as we're home from school, as we're home from whatever it is because of illness, during this period of time, you need to do everything that you can do in your power to be ready. All right, you guys. So that was a message that I shared March 25th on uh, 2020. And if it sounds like I, I'm I'm sniffling, it's because I was actually just on a run and I just had stopped because this just like came over me like overwhelming. And now we're here in um, May of 2021 and just the gravity and the, the way that that message is so active right now and so relevant in my life. And I believe so many other people's lives. It's just amazing how God works. And when he speaks, it doesn't make sense. It's not what man. And um, and so I really wanted to start this episode with that message because I feel like just talking about readiness and how we can be ready. And part of that is planning. And so I really want us to really talk about the finance today and how can we become ready and fit in our finance. And one of the ways to do that is, of course, budgeting. So I know that the episode is titled How to Budget Like the Rich. However, anybody, whether you you wish to be wealthy or not, can really use this budgeting formula to um, improve and plan their finances better. Now, I just want to start off with a disclaimer. Like, I am not a finance guru or a financial uh, provider or um, a, a accountant or anything like that. So, um, I am just sharing from my personal experience and from the experience that I have I have learned and that I have read about. And although I do have some financial services industry. Um, industry um, knowledge from being an insurance agent and financial services agent um, some years ago, um, I'm just really sharing from my own personal experience and from my beliefs. So you guys can take, that, take this as a grain of salt. But of course, it wouldn't be um, like myself if I didn't talk first about the first 10%, which is the tithing. And today, I love that my um, you know, pastor was speaking about this today because I'm going to be the first to be honest and say that I have not always been a faithful tither. I have always given offering um, throughout my you know, lifespan as a believer, but I wasn't really faithful at tithing. So I want to kind of share the difference because I think a lot of people don't know, right? So when we're giving an offering, an offering is an over and above our tithes. And our tithes is 10% of all income that we receive. 10% of all income that we receive goes to the kingdom, the house of God. And I know that a lot of people, and even Christians as well too, debate this topic of tithing because it's like, it's a re- some people think of it as a religious thing. And although I'm not be- religious, I don't believe that that's what Jesus Christ wanted us to be. I do believe in tithing. And I love that my pastor said this this morning, this, this morning in, in the service, it was online, you know, we're living in 2021, you guys. <laughs> and he just talks about um, the purpose for tithing. So like I mentioned earlier, today is Mother's Day. 
And um, in our house, we like gave my mom some gifts, including um, fiscal gifts, right? And we honor her every Mother's Day because she was an amazing mother. She sacrificed for us. She gave so much to us. She she gave us life, <laughs> just life in itself. So how much more our, our, our Heavenly Father, the one who created us? And even without even going into that, my pastor, which I've never really heard this before, but he's like the purpose of tithing or the reason why we tithe is because God is the one that gives us the capacity to work. And I was like, man, <laughs> if we just think of it that way, if we just think about the reason of giving the 10% to the church or giving the 10% to the kingdom of God is because God gave us the capacity, the ability to be able to even earn income. Now, when we think about it that way, as a way of honoring him, that 10% is really nothing. If you make a hundred bucks, you give 10 to God. If you make a thousand bucks, you give a hundred to God. And I just kind of wanted to start by start with that because it's so amazing. And, you know, there's only one place in the Bible, in the word that God actually calls us to test him. He says to test him. And that is in the area of time area of tithing. He literally says that like, look, if you tithe, I will open up the windows of heaven. I will pour down a blessing until there you have no more need. He's like, test me. And you know, what's so beautiful about that is like, I have personally noticed in my life that now that I am been faithful in my tithing, that God really has opened up opportunities. More opportunities have come to me and more understanding and more learning and things that have actually brought in um, more income and financial opportunities into my life as a result of being faithful with the little that I have. Because honestly, if you're not even faithful with the few, how will you be faithful with much? How will God, how will you, how will you be trusted when you do make a lot more money if you can't even be faithful with the few? And so you guys, like another thing that my pastor said last week was like, a lot of people are complaining that like that 10% can help them pay debts or like, you know, save and all this stuff. So, like, why do they want to give it to the, the the kingdom of God, like church and everything like that? And, you know, he, he said something that really hit me. I was like, dang, <laughs> like, that's true. He's like, if you can't even uh, be able to give 10%, that's, that's because you are mismanaging the 90%. I was like, wow, that's so true. So you guys, I don't want to go here and preach and tell you and try to explain to you or convince you that it's important to tithe. But I just want to, I want to leave you guys with this on that point is I want to challenge you first to test God because he says to do it. And two to that, if for only the fact that by giving the 10% will help you to better manage the 90%, just do that. If that's the only reason you do it, just do that, right? So um, I want to continue to talk about this budgeting and I really want to break it down into like 100%. So 100% of your income, okay, how are we going to break it down? So first of all, we are talking about 10%. You give that to God, right? Give that to charity. You give that to you give that to the, to, to bettering the kingdom of God, okay? And then we got 20%. And this... I would say arguably is the most important portion of your income. And that's the 20% saving. So 
when we talk about saving, we want to talk about saving in a purposeful way. So before you begin saving, understand what you actually want to save for. Is it for a house? Is it for a a a, a car? Is it for a what is it for? So have a a vision in mind for what you're saving for. Now, for me, this is kind of ambiguous, right? For me, because I'm just really saving because I want to be financially free. I want to have financial freedom. I want to have, I want to build a financial wall so strong that nothing can get through. And that's really my purpose for saving. So right now I'm just saving um, with a vision in mind, but it's really a long-term vision that's really just about, wow, I want to be able to be so financially stable that I can, that anything can really happen to me and I'll be good. Right. And I want to obviously give, be able to give even more to do my tasks and then some and then offering and everything. But because we are focusing on that 20 percent, I really want to share some of the things that um, God has been doing in my life and the things that I have been doing with my 20 percent. So that 20 percent, you guys, can really go towards um, some people have debt. And I want to just make a, a, a quick um uh, chat about that. So if you're in debt right now, if you have credit card payments, please pay those things off. Absolutely. You don't want to be saving or investing or things like that when you still have debt because it doesn't really make much sense. So try to use that 20% towards getting um, you debt free first, right? And then after that, you can really start to begin to save. And some of the ways that I'm saving right now, actually the only way that I'm saving right now is investments. So prior to this um, period of my life, I did have a savings account like many people do. I did actually have um, mutual funds, but I actually canceled my mutual funds. Um, and again, this is not financial advice, you guys. I canceled my mutual funds and I put everything into investments. And some of the investments that I'm, I, I love right now, I'm using um, a company called Wealth Simple Trade, and I'm also using another company called Quest Trade. And I will have the links to signing up for these things um, in the show notes. So if you want to know more, you can absolutely click these, click on those links and sign up for yourself. But I have been seeing like, amazing growth, and I've been seeing like amazing. But the difference is clear, right? So at the time that I was saving prior to now um, with my mutual funds and with savings accounts, like savings accounts are really like 0.00, like 1%, you know? And like mutual funds are about like 2% return over a long, long, long period of time. But right now I've been saving, right? I mean, I've been saving in investments, right? Um, and I've been seeing huge amounts of, I've been seeing much more growth, right? And of course, there's going to be the downtimes, you're going to see low, you're going to see highs, you're going to see all this stuff, but at least there's movement. And this is really for long term anyways. So I want to encourage you guys, like some of the things that I've been seeing right now that I've been having really great growth on are um, stocks that are actually related to travel. So um, <laughs> I know nobody's traveling right now, but that's the point. So when you're talking about investments, you want to really put your investments into things that are actually um, on sale, quote unquote, right? So right now they're low. Things like Air, Ca um, Air Canada right now, if you're in Canada, or even if you're an American, great, great company um, to invest in because they're like about half the price of what their stock was prior to the pandemic. So basically whatever you put in there right now, once they go back to normal, which they will, I know right now it doesn't seem like there's an opportunity or there's ever going to be a time when things will return back to normal, but they will. 
And the crazy thing is that people are going to go to do the things which they weren't able to do, which is like traveling, right? So we weren't able to travel for almost two years. By the time this is over, it might be two years or more. Everyone's going to try to get out and do something. And so those companies that are suffering right now um, will most likely be in a way better place and even maybe a better place to um, prior the pandemic. So I've been investing in like Air Canada, American Airlines. And of course, I would be not even talking if I wasn't talking about crypto um, currency. So one thing that, you know, <laughs> I didn't really invest in before was cryptocurrency because I didn't understand it. And so I really encourage you guys to look into these things to understand it better. And I really encourage you guys to take a look at this because I was that person who, when cryptocurrency first came, I was like, what is this? It's make no sense. Like, this is some kind of like, I don't know, like, it's not even money. Like what, like I was really had no clue. And so I was following the investing um, principle of only invest in what you know. So I had no idea. But what I also didn't do was I didn't get to know it, which I should have at that point got to know it. But um, it's almost never too late, right? So I'm glad that at this point I was able to look into it. And when I realized that, oh my gosh, like PayPal and Tesla and big banks and things like that are starting to accept things like cryptocurrency is my was my realization that this is actually real whether I like it or not these things are going to be the things like now people have literally bought uh Teslas with cryptocurrency Bitcoin um, to, to be exact and so the, some of the cryptocurrencies that I have are Bitcoin Ethereum and of course um Dogecoin or Dogcoin or Dog there's so many names for this thing but I started investing in that as well too recently and seeing a lot of lot of um uh, change but nevertheless like I don't want to be now I, I tell people that at this point if you're um it's risky but it's also a risk not to it's actually more of a risk at this point in my opinion not to invest in these cryptocurrencies because the fact of the matter is they are becoming legitimate and they already are, are legitimized. Um, so definitely invest in cryptocurrency. And again, I will put a link down for um, the the um, platforms that I use to purchase cryptocurrency as well as, as house my cryptocurrency. And I am open, you guys. You guys can message me on my personal account, Better Ola, or um, on Faith on Fitness on Instagram, or send me an email if you're um, somebody who hasn't yet to invest in stocks or in cryptocurrency and you just have some questions, like I can just provide you the knowledge that I know, the things that I have done. And right now, in just the past month, I have earned about 23% increase on my cryptocurrency um, investment, which is amazing. Like I was just like, what? I was being like 0.0% on like my mutual funds and 23% in one month. I'm like, wow. Right. So um, I want to encourage you guys that 20% of your income should really go into savings. So, and if you're somebody on here right now who is, um, has a higher like risk tolerance or you're a young person, you really have no excuse to not invest into stocks, into cryptocurrency. Um, it's really going to help you and help your future and your generations to come. So let's be let's be good stewards of our 20% savings and really try to invest, okay? Um, and then the next 20% of your income, so now we're at 30%, now we're at 50%, right? But the next 20% is for enjoying life. <laughs> a lot of, this is so underrated. And I think a lot of times people do, number one, do too much of this part. And they end up putting way too much money into buying things that they don't need. 
Um, actually, another thing that my my uh, pastor said this last Sunday was that a lot of women he came at us guys. He came at us women was like a lot of women have a down payment for a condo in their closet. And I was like, woo! <laughs> I was like, why are you why are you why are you talking about my life like this right now, right? And if we really look at it, like the truth of the matter is, a lot of women do. You know, a lot of men do as well, right? They're spending money on the things that aren't bettering them in the long term. We are trading our future for the present, right? And so it's important to enjoy life because for me, like literally those things that I like to spend my 20% on, like getting my nails done, um, going out to eat, um, you know, uh, purchasing a nice pair of shoes or things like that. Those are the things that motivate me going on a nice trip when we could do those things. Those are the things that actually motivate me to want to work harder, to want to invest more, to want to earn more income, right? And so that I can give more, so that I can make more, so that I can save more. So um, with those of us that are very, very serious and are all about saving, 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 it's also really important to have that balance because the truth of the matter is you're not going to be buried with your money. Right. So it's important to be good stewards of your money, but it's also good and needful to enjoy life. So 20% of your income should go into enjoying life. Right. And now we're left with 50%. And of course, that goes to living expenses your rent, your car note, um, your utilities, your phone bills. These are the things that we require to, to live. And of course, you can't get away with not spending and our living expenses um, do tend to be the highest amount that uh, that we use that come out of that we use our income for of course right so you guys there is i strategically put it in that order right first give save spend and and then spend right and the, the truth of the matter is is the poor man's mentality is pay bills first save last right Whereas rich man mentality, they save first, they they spend second, right? Or they, you know, right? Um, and, you know, the godly way is that we give first, we honor God first, and then we save and then we spend. So I want to encourage us to do it that way. I want us to give, save, then spend. And, of course, we know, like, okay, if you know, for example, like, every month I'm going to spend 50% of my income on my living expenses, my bills, my rent, but it's just a mentality thing. Like if you know the exact dollar amount, so you can just go and put it towards your rent or do, just do me a favor, you guys. Something that I've been doing, just do me a favor. Every time you get a credit to your account, every time you get an income come in, just automatically first give that 10%, then save the 20% and do it faithfully knowing that you will have enough, you will still have enough to pay your bills and get things done, right? But if we just go straight to paying our bills first, it's just that mentality. It's a change of mindset that really can make a huge difference, right? And so just to summarize this episode, guys, when we're talking about budgeting, when we are talking about sowing seeds, when we're talking about being good stewards of our money, it really first starts with our tithes and our offerings at 10% at least. Then we go into 20% of savings and investing. And then that 20% of enjoyment into our lives and things that make us feel good and motivate us to keep going and work harder. And then of course, 50% that goes into our living expenses. 
So you guys, if you like this episode, if you learned anything new from this episode, if you're inspired at all to start saving and planning and including biblical and um, wealth mindset into your way of budgeting, and you want to encourage somebody else to do the same, go ahead and share this episode. Go ahead and subscribe and post it to your social media. And I get to see how many people are listening to each episode and which episodes are doing better than the others. So if you guys really go ahead and really share this episode and let a lot of people listen to it, I'll know that finance is something that a lot of people do want to hear about more. And I'll go ahead and create more episodes because I do have one in my mind right now about income sources and how we can um, and what you can do to create more sources of income and examples of those income. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. So go ahead, share this episode. And I can't wait to see you guys on the next one. Thank you. Love you. Love and light.